Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Jared Kirkwood, your host for today. Now, today's reading is a collection of several passages, all centered on the theme of anger. And the reason for that is in our annual read, today's devotion begins um, several weeks where we're going to be walking through the seven deadly sins. And so April 28th begins with the sin of anger. And here are some passages out of Proverbs 14, 15, and 29. It says this, Whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. A hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. An angry person stirs up conflict, and a hot-tempered person commits many sins. So that's Proverbs 14.29. Proverbs 15, 18, and then 29, 11, and 22. So as you can see from these collections of passages, we we see that um, as we talk about anger, and we're going to over the next several days, there is a contrast that takes place in the Psalms. I'm, I'm sorry, in the Proverbs. And as you see the contrast, you see that one stirs up and the other calms down. One is a full vent of anger, but the other one can bring calm. Anger visits every single one of us, but what we do with it demonstrates God's work in our life. Now, what I would like to say here just about wise people is, but as a baseline, I think a mark of wisdom is when a person has an ability to see behind the anger in others and in themselves. Now, here's what I mean by that. When you are in your car on the freeway and you get cut off, Somebody who has wisdom, while there might be still an emotional reaction, you still might feel the sense of anger flare up. Very quickly, a wisdom-filled person might have the ability to pause in that moment before reacting outwardly and wonder, why might that person be in a hurry, right? So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a difficult challenge, I know, for every one of us, but when we get cut off on the freeway, as just an example— the wise person might wonder what's behind that person's hurriness. What's behind that, right? Now, when a friend snaps at us with a painful comment, um, it gets a bit more personal because we know this person. And so when someone snaps and says something that perhaps they mean or they don't mean, um, the fool, according to scripture, is going to respond with anger and retaliation. It's going to spark up a fight. But the wisdom-filled person might pause, and in that moment of a friend snapping at them, they might stay to themselves, I wonder what else might be going on in this person's life. What else is behind that comment that I might not be able to see? Now, the quick-tempered person sees life as binary, meaning it's either this or that. Things are very black or white. There's no room for any other dimension. And the question I have for you is, is is that really how you want to live? Do you want to live where there's no middle ground, no gray area, no wiggle room, right? If all things are this or that, there cannot be room for any kind of compromise. There can't be a win-win circumstance unless the stars align and everything is perfect, right? Binary tends to defy, divide, 
categorize and judge. But the wise recognize that life isn't that simple. There is always more going on in a circumstance than what can be seen or even adequately explained. Now, in my own life, almost every single time I have an outburst on my kids, um, I realize that the source of my anger is not actually my kids, right? It's rarely in my situation. It's rarely you are wrong and I am right and now I am angry, right? Because they're kids. Of course they're wrong and of course I'm right, okay? I know how to live. I've made it on this earth a lot longer than them. I know what is right and yet they still do what is wrong. That's not what makes me angry because I understand, right? It might be true that it's, you know, that that the kids are wrong and I am right, but there's always more going on. And guess where it's going on? In my own life. So when my kids do something wrong and my reaction is an outburst of anger, what I recognize is that what's going on is not in my kid, it's actually in me. There's heightened stress from work or financial pressure on our life. Maybe it's um, too many days in a row of just poor eating habits, or maybe it's a lack of exercise in my life or frustration in other areas. So then when one of my kids misbehaves, they end up getting a reaction from me that is not equal to their action. Let me say that one more time. Because of all the things going on in our life, all of the stress that you and I deal with day in and day out, when someone wrongs us, what ends up happening is when we have an outburst and, and uh, you know an overreaction to something, what's really going on is that we give somebody a reaction that is not equal to the action that they did because of all the surrounding circumstances in our life. And that is understandable, but it's also kind of foolish, isn't it? When my son does something wrong, he does not deserve the full weight of my anger when its source is found in so many other things. My son does not need to be the recipient of the anger that I'm feeling because of other things in my life. So we have to be careful that we um, also on the other side of things, we have to be careful in how we use wisdom, right? Wisdom isn't segmenting our sources of frustration and then selectively pointing our anger in one direction either, right? So wisdom is catching the background source before an elevated reaction takes place. I believe that wisdom is when you and I are able to catch the source of our frustration before we have an elevated reaction at someone or something. So on my best days, I can tell when I'm on the edge. I can tell when things are, you know, not going so great. I'm a bit more stressed out. I I can just tell that if somebody does something, it's going to tip me over the edge. And I can warn people around me. I can get something to eat, I can get some exercise, read some scripture, journal, pray, whatever needs to be done to allow God to help me sift through everything that's percolating within me. All that frustration that comes from this broken world that we live in, it's okay that those things are present, but we have to be responsible with those things that are going on in our life so that someone or something in our life doesn't get the full brunt of our anger when they don't actually deserve it, right? Wisdom can actually bring calm as we saw in each of those Proverbs earlier. Now, here's what I find interesting from this passage, that anger isn't a sin in itself, but in our anger, we can often lead to sin, right? It cannot be a sin because 
God gets angry at times. In Psalm 30, verse 5, we see that God's anger is only for a moment, but his favor lasts for a lifetime. Scripture itself talks about God's anger. So therefore, if you get angry, it is not a sin because God cannot sin. That being said, though, when you get angry, sometimes it can get us into that place where we do actually respond with it and get ourselves into a, uh, a sin moment, right? Anger is a gateway to many sins. Anger can lead to destroyed relationships, to downward spirals that might lead to addictions, to fits of rage or vengeance, right? Will you get angry in your life? Absolutely. Of course you're going to get angry, right? But what you allow anger to do to you is the mark of maturity. So what can we do? Well, when something perks up the anger within us, pause. Ask yourself, what might be behind that person's actions? And what else is going on in my life that is causing this circumstance to drop anger in myself? Because both of those things are almost always at play. When someone wrongs you, we have a reaction within us. And what caused that person to wrong you or lash out at you or do something to you has probably more behind it than you can see. And your own internal reaction probably has more behind it than you're going to let anyone else on. So the wise will pause, which will bring calm to you and to others. So as we close, what is your outlet for anger? What are you going to do with all that anger that comes up with us naturally? Now, I know some of us are more inclined to be angry. Others of us are a bit more uh, passive with this, I understand, but it's natural for every one of us. And so the question really comes down to, what are you going to do with your anger? It's a normal feeling. It's one that happens to us. Let's be strategic with what we're going to do with it. Now, I'm going to pray for us. We're going to close, but I want to let you know we got several more days of talking about anger. So I'm excited for the next couple of days, getting the chance to work this deadly sin out so that we can mature and become more like Jesus in the way that he always intended us to be anyway. So allow me to pray for you. God, thank you so much that we can come to you with all honesty and sincerity with everything going on in our life. I'm grateful, Lord, that not only are you aware of the reality of anger in our lives, but God, we can see from scripture that you get angry too, that we don't have to be ashamed of our anger, but God, I love that you invite us to seek you in the midst of our anger, that we might pause and consider, God, what is it that's going on in my life or perhaps this other person? Help me to see or to sense, allow your spirit to move so that I can bring calm to the situation and to my own life as well. God, we want to be respectful of every person around us. And we want to become more like Jesus, which means that we know what to do with our anger. And so God, would you help us in that as we pursue becoming more like Jesus? Would your spirit be at work with each and every one of us trying to figure out how to do that when we wrestle with this very human emotion of anger? We pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.